welcome to Embrace the Musica. I'm Dominique Dines, who at the age of 21 moved abroad to Mexico to start teaching after growing up in a small town in Minnesota. My husband is from Peru and we met salsa dancing over a decade ago in Guadalajara, Mexico. Here we are today, raising two tricultural kids and making the most of life and community in a place that neither of us grew up in. Embrace the Musica was started right before COVID-19 and is meant to be a place where we can be vulnerable about our story, the good, the bad, and the ugly parts that make us who we are today as we are constantly growing. I also love hearing about other people's journeys. So on many episodes, I get to invite incredible women onto the show to encourage us all. So let's embrace the Musica today. Welcome, everybody, to Embrace the Musica. Welcome to episode 46. I'm so excited to have my friend Mary McPherson with us this week. I was trying to do the math, and I think Mary and I met 12 or 13 years ago. We were leading a small group of high school girls together with a Bible study. So we met here in Mexico. We're both connected to some of the same circles of people here in Guadalajara. And then Mary's also the friend who introduced me to doTERRA essential oils now six years ago when I had a very colicky baby. So it has been fun watching our journeys over the years. Uh, Mary is also a mom. She's going to tell us a little bit about her family. We even got to hang out as a family doing some fun exploring and hiking during the pandemic a few weeks back. So it's been super fun to stay in touch with Mary over the years and also see how much impact she has had with her own business, which she's going to tell us a little bit about today. So Mary, I would love to start out by asking you a little bit about your story. What first brought you to Mexico and where are you from? So that's an interesting question. The where am I from? I was born in Florida, <laughs> but I always tell people I moved around a lot for my dad's job. And so I spent most of my life growing up in North Carolina. So when people ask me, I say North Carolina, but I am a Florida baby. So, but I do not tan well, so it doesn't count. Um, and I actually came to Guadalajara, oh gosh, I guess it was, yeah, 13 years ago. I, I lose track of the years, but I came because I had just graduated from Liberty University with a degree in elementary education and basically, I decided that I didn't want to be a teacher because my <laughs> student teaching experience was very, very hard. It was a very difficult setting. It was a public school. I didn't have a lot of support from the teacher I was assigned to. And unfortunately, after four years of trying my best to be a teacher, I felt like this was not something that I could do. And mm -hmm. so I was contemplating what's the next step. And um, I had been introduced to a two-year missions program with the International Mission Board. And I thought, you know what? Let's try it. And so I was quickly contacted with several different big cities in Latin America and Guadalajara just kind of caught my attention, prayed about it, God called me. And so I made the decision to come to Guadalajara as a two-year short-term uh, missionary to work with students that were outside of the university. And so that's, that's originally what brought me to Mexico. It was just going to be a two-year thing, just to do some <laughs> missions for a couple years and figure out what God had for me next. I love that. And I love how that speaks to your sense of adventure in saying, you know what, like Guadalajara kind of jumped out at me. I decided to go there. And I also love how common this story has sort of become among a lot of us who came abroad for what we thought would only be a couple years. And here we are 13 years 
later. Mm-hmm. I I also love hearing about your background in education because I know we have some similar passions and background and I think the story you tell about being a teacher in the States is oh so true. And I feel like a lot of our educator friends who now teach here or maybe work in another capacity here um, with kids or in education have a similar story about education back in the States. So I would love to hear a little bit more about how that career in education, how it started in the States and then you came to Mexico for a couple years uh, with this mission group and then how that has kind of evolved over the years because you did get back into education while you were here (laughs) and now you're living and breathing it every day at home. So can you tell us how your career has sort of evolved over the years? Yeah, so... I mean, from a very young age, I was one of those people that wanted to have 12 kids and homeschool and marry Ricky Ricardo from I Love Lucy. I was just, <laughs> I was, I was like that, that strange person that no one ever could really understand. But I just see how everything's played out and how it's just God's plan for my life. But um, so I was running from education, right? The the United States school system was not attractive to me. I didn't feel like there was supports in place. I felt like the children were not being supported, and that was just really, really hard for me. And so when I came to Mexico, right, I'm running away from education. And guess what? The first assignment they give me is you're going to teach English classes. And I was like, no, I no, no. That. Remember? <laughs> no, not a teacher. And they're like, oh, you have a background in education. You can teach. I'm like, I can, but I don't want to. But basically, I experiencing how education is seen here and just having the opportunity to have a little bit more you know, autonomy and kind of do my own thing, I realized that I did love teaching. You know, we also got involved in a Bible study with young kids and I I loved that part of it. And so I guess that that flame for my desire to educate and just be a lifelong learner, I think that was one of the most important things that I learned in those four years of university was never stop learning. And that's something that inspires me every day. And even when I was frustrated with education, that flame didn't go out. And it's something that I feel they need to teach others. Like I want my children to know that they, they're never going to stop learning. They're never going to know enough. We can always, always, always learn more. We can always be better. We can always open our minds up a little bit more. And so experiencing education again down here in Mexico opened up my eyes to the need and that flame started to, to, to kindle again. Right. And so I did make the decision once I had decided to Resign from the mission, right? Because I also fell in love. That's why I'm here. Because I fell in love with with my husband, who's um, from here, from Guadalajara. And so I started working at a private school here, and it was just—I mean—that was that was a huge difference for me, being in the classroom and for me being able to express my beliefs and you know hug the kids, love on them, and work directly with the parents. That was a huge difference for me, and so. I started loving education again, and I was actually a teacher and a mentor and a recruiter and then eventually a coordinator and then a teacher again, right, for 10 years at a local private school here. And it was a wonderful experience, but also I still had that little piece of me that desperately wanted to homeschool my girls. And so financially, we weren't able to swing it, right? We needed those two incomes to support our family. But, you know, God blessed us and we, we, we hit this, you know, pivotal point when I um, went through my second miscarriage that I needed, 
I needed some time and I needed to homeschool my girls. That was really my desire because I, you know, I taught, you know, six-year-olds, right? So when they learn to start reading, to seeing that, that light bulb go off and see them say, I finished my first book. And my daughter did that. My oldest daughter, she's now eight, but she did that when she was six, but it wasn't with me. And so she comes home and tells me that she read her first book and I just started bawling. And so it was those kinds of moments that I realized like, I, I'm a teacher and I, I'm not even able to experience those light bulb, those beautiful moments with my own daughter. And I felt like I was missing out. And so being able to step down and say, I'm going to, you know, full-time be a stay-at-home mom. I'm going to homeschool my children. That was a huge blessing for me. And it was a dream come true. And every day it's a struggle, right? I am I'm fortunate to be one of those people that started homeschooling before the pandemic. But at the same time, there has been some, some difficult days, but you just hold on to those you know, sweet moments where your child is motivated and encouraged and is able to do something and you feel like you were a part of that. And so the beauty of education is never stopping learning. It's never giving up. And I think having the privilege to educate my children at home has been a blessing and it's been a learning experience for both of us. And I'm thankful for my for my experience in the education field and in different schools. It gave me a lot of tools to use now that I'm at home. Um, but at the same time, I wouldn't change it for the world. Oh, I love your perspective on that. And for anybody who's interested, Mary has recently been super into Instagram reels and Facebook short videos. And I love the glimpse into real life that we get in, at your house, Mary, and just how much fun you truly do have as a family. And I also love, you mentioned so much in what you were just saying about being a lifelong learner and accepting challenges. And you also mentioned that you had a couple of miscarriages, which I know a lot of our listeners can relate to as well. And so, so much truth was packed into what you just said. I wanna unpack it a little bit. And one of the things you mentioned, which I didn't even ask you about with your story, is the why you decided to stay in Mexico, which is meeting your husband and just <laughs> loving life here. And so I'd love to hear a little bit more about not only meeting your husband, but then also he, he plays an integral part in homeschooling. Am I correct in understanding that? Yes, that is a new thing. So. You know, we have been married for, oh gosh, I'm pretty sure it's been, it's 11 years. We just had our 11 year anniversary because, oh gosh, with the pandemic, everything's blurring together. But I know we had our big monumental 10 year anniversary the, the, the previous year. So we're, we've been married for 11 years. Um, when I came to Mexico, I had no intention, everyone asked me this, I had no intention of staying here and marrying a Mexican, none at all. Nothing against them. I love the culture, I love Mexicans, but it was not my idea to come down here and find a husband. And what do you know? Within two days of being here, I actually met who is my <laughs> husband. I, we did not start dating right away. We actually did not get along at first, and he had a girlfriend. So <laughs> it was a very interesting situation, but like God had a plan and everything played out. And so we were really good friends for a year fell in love, but I was not allowed to have a relationship. So basically I resigned from my job after one year with the missions department and I was engaged within two days. So we joke that we only dated for two days, right? And then we got married a couple months later. So, That's so funny. I, did, I don't think I knew the part about because of the mission you weren't allowed uh -huh. to be in a, Okay. 
Got it. Yeah. That's so funny. it was, we were just really, really good friends. And I was very honest and like, I love him. I love him. I love him. I love him. And so I never hid that at all. And so it came to the point where I had to decide between staying in, in Guadalajara uh, with the missions organization or resigning. And so I obviously chose to resign and I had a ticket in two days to return back to Atlanta, Georgia. And we got engaged right before I hopped on my flight. And so <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. But so we're so fast forward 11 years, right? Um, right before the pandemic hit last year, um, January of 2020, my husband comes home with the news that his amazing, great paying, super like awesome dream job, right? He he lost it. So he was unemployed officially. And then the pandemic hit and then no one's hiring and the people that are hiring are taking months to get back with you to even let you know if you're going to continue in the process or not. It has been a roller coaster. But the beauty in all of this, what I would call mess, right, is that it has been an eye-opening experience to see what our family is really capable of and what we're capable of and what God is capable of through us. It's been a hard last couple of months, but we're finally getting into a routine as a family. And for the first time, you know, I have three girls and the youngest actually calls out more for her dad than for me. And that for me was just a beautiful moment seeing those special times that they have together in the morning. You know, he, we call it daddy preschool, right? So a couple hours in the morning while I work with the older two, he is, you know, playing with with our youngest and teaching her different things in Spanish. And it it's just a lovely time for our family to be able to learn to really, um, you know, love one another and cherish one another and spend time with one another. Now, it's not always beautiful, right? There are those days when you're like, oh my gosh, if we have to be in here one more day together, <laughs> we are going to lose our minds. Aww. But I mean, I, I really am thankful because something that at first seemed so ugly and so depressing and so terrible, mm -hmm. just with everything going on and with you know my husband being unemployed, God has just made something beautiful out of it. And it took all of those really hard moments and that really just terrible situation and thing, thinking everything's going wrong, right? Everything's mm -hmm. out of control. I can't control any of this, but beauty's come out of it. And so it's been a real blessing to, to learn to be a family again, or maybe even for the first time, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, my husband traveled a lot and worked really late hours, so we hardly ever saw him. So so this has been, this has been great. And I love all of that. And it's such a testimony to all the hard work and <laughs> also just the decision to really choose to make this all work because I know I know it's been hard um, and not only are you together all the time you're homeschooling your children but you're also running a business together and this is something I wanted to talk about today because as I mentioned in the introduction you introduced me to doTERRA six years ago and we've been using the oils ever since I also learned from you how to build a team and have people under me. And I just admire your leadership and your drive and dedication so much in this business. So can you tell us a little bit about growing your doTERRA business, a little bit about um, also the rank that you made last year as 
a necessity, but also as like a goal you set and you did it. Yeah. So um, six years ago, when I was first introduced to doTERRA, I did not think they were going to work. I was the biggest skeptic out there, right? When people would start talking about essential oils, I would just go, oh gosh, the natural stuff, right? I mean, medicine doesn't even work for me. Forget essential oils. Um, I was dealing with a lot of health issues with my oldest two, which my youngest two at the time, right? They were under the age of two, just dealing with a lot of nonstop colds, coughs that wouldn't go away, not sleeping at night. And I thought, wow, this is really what mom, being a mom is like, not getting sleep and just being so stressed and worried about your kid's health. And a really dear friend of mine from the United States had offered to send me some essential oil samples, I mean, six times. And I kept saying, no, no, they're not going to work. I don't think so. And so finally, I was like, Mary, you have nothing to lose. Give it a shot. So she actually was here for a visit and let me a diffuser and some oils and I couldn't believe it. We woke up the next morning. My children hadn't woken up that night. They were able to, to go throughout the day without having just these coughing attacks. And I just thought, wow, there's got to be something about this, right? And so I, of course, started Googling doTERRA and immediately saw all this information, I mean, about multi-level marketing, pyramid scheme. And I thought, oh, gosh, I don't want to get myself into this. But these oils are working. Oh, wow. I'm going to do it anyways. <laughs> so I ordered my you know, set of 10 essential oils and blends that they recommend to have at home and thought, let's make this work. But I looked at my friend and I told her, do not even think about talking to me about the business. And she was <laughs> like, okay, okay. No one's going to force you, you know? So fast forward six years, right? And my husband's unemployed and I had actually made it like a, a side hustle, right? Because I fell in love with the oils. I saw that they worked for me and all of my friends wanted them and needed them. And so out of necessity, I told my friend, okay, I'll do this business for a while and see how it goes. Like teach me what I need to do. And it took me a while to, to figure it out and to get the courage, right? To share the product. And the, the eye-opening experience for me with my doTERRA, you know, road was when I went through my second miscarriage and I missed two months of work right? It was a really difficult time emotionally and physically for me. I had a lot of complications with the miscarriage and my job actually wasn't paying me, right? Because I ran out of my sick days. And so therefore my days were being charged to me. And so I wasn't getting a paycheck. Okay. But my doTERRA check, despite the fact that I had my phone off most of the day, didn't even log in to my doTERRA, you know, virtual office, I was still receiving a steady residual income check for what I had built over the last five years. And so for me, it was the first time in five years when I realized residual income is a thing and it is important. Because when you can't show up, you usually don't make money. And there are times mm -hmm. in our lives when we physically or emotionally cannot show up, but our families still need money. Our families still need that financial support. And so when my husband came home with the news that he was unemployed, I immediately was like, all right, let's, you know, get all of the juice out of this orange, right? We are going to just dive into this. I'm going to, you know, spend, you know, intentional hours building my doTERRA business. And within several months, we doubled our sales volume on our team. 
and we ranked gold, which for me was a dream. Now, I had been silver, which silver is like the first leadership rank into a tier, right? But I had been silver for four years, and so I never thought I was going to be gold. So when we went gold in the middle of a worldwide pandemic, I thought, wow, this is something. I mean, it, it's just beautiful. And the most beautiful thing for me, too, is seeing others that are also being able to make the decision to step down from their jobs to be able to take care of their kids, mm -hmm. whether it's because they don't have access to, to children's care, right? And they need to go to work and they can't. And so they've said, you know what? I need, I need to do doTERRA full time. And that's an option for them. And so the pandemic um, has been a very difficult situation financially and physically and emotionally for a lot of people. And I just feel really blessed to be surrounded by team members that see the purpose in sharing not only effective natural solutions with other people right now, but also things that are gonna help them emotionally, right? To be able to handle all of the new anxiety that's being produced by, by being in their homes all day and having to, mm -hmm. to you know, school online, all of that. So it's been a blessing for us. And I see that it's been a blessing for other people and I wouldn't, I wouldn't have it any other way. But I never, <laughs> six years ago, would have imagined that we would be where we are today. Yeah, no, I love hearing your story and just your testimony of the hard work and also the reminder that there are times in life when things are hard. And I know a lot of people are feeling that right now in this season during the pandemic and just really picking yourself up by your bootstraps and making this work for you because mm -hmm. you had to, but it's been such a blessing for you and for others. So kind of on that uh, train of thought there, you mentioned a few of these things, but what has been the best part and what has been the hardest part about running your own business? The best part for me has been the flexibility to be able to really be present with my family when I when I need to be present, to move our day around, to move our schedules around, um, depending on what my family needs. And the struggle is definitely, um, first of all, you know, getting a shower every day, right? Because <laughs> the, just time gets away from you. But, you know, that self-care, because especially when you love what you do, like I am so passionate about essential oils. I'm so passionate about, you know, natural solutions that I find that even when my husband will take my three girls for the day and say, you know what, you have the whole day to yourself. Do you know what I end up doing? I don't end up getting a shower. I don't end up, you know, <laughs> doing my nails or anything. I end up, you know, working on my business and coming up with new ideas and mm -hmm. reaching out to people that have told me that they are struggling. And I do it because I love it, but then it's a very, very, very thin line, right? Because when you do something that you are passionate about and that you love, it's still important to take that time to pour back into yourself because if you're not full, you can't give to others. And so that's probably been the biggest struggle for me is finding that time and intentionally choosing me over my to-do list or choosing me over what I really want to do, right? Because it's going to help others, but I need to help myself first. So that, that would definitely be the biggest mm -hmm. thing for me right now. Yeah, no, and I love that advice and just that reminder because I know for 
A lot of us, that's true. I mean, it's hard, especially right now where boundaries are so blurred between home life and work life and all the things. You've already, you know, been homeschooling for a while, but that doesn't make it easier in the midst of a global pandemic, for sure. Um, and I love hearing your passion for working. Mary is one of the incredible women who's a part of our membership community, Expat Entrepreneur Alliance. And every week she just comes with so much energy and passion and excitement about her business and it's contagious. And so Mary, I just wanna commend you because I can totally see how much you are truly pursuing this. So Mary, I wanted to ask you, because I think we'll probably have a lot of listeners who are interested in knowing a little bit more. You talked a little bit about how doTERRA is an MLM or a multi-level marketing company. And I was just wondering, what sort of advice would you have for others who may be interested in doTERRA or in an MLM? Definitely. It's a great question. So my first, my first piece of advice would be have a really big why. Now, if you look on YouTube or Google, find your why, you'll see tons of resources. And this is this is fundamental because your why is the question that you answer when people say, why do you do what you do? And it's also the question that you're gonna answer for yourself every day when you feel like you are at the end of your rope, when no one is coming and showing up to your classes. And yes, that still happens to me sometimes. Um, I mean, it's it's when those days get really hard and you don't see the fruit of all of your effort, right? And you start asking yourself, why am I doing this still? Why am I still trying to, to achieve this goal, right? When you're not seeing it happen. And so the answer that you tell yourself is your why, okay? So my why for me is that I truly, truly, truly want every single person in my life and in the world, if I could do this, right? for them to feel empowered and to feel empowered enough that they can take control of their physical and mental wellness using natural solutions. And so on those days when everything's going wrong, when I feel like no one is going to be interested in what I have to share and what I have to say, I am reminded that I have to keep looking for those people that are looking for what I have to offer. And so having your why, repeating it to yourself, reading it to yourself every day is fundamental so that you have something to hold onto and something to carry you on those really difficult days. The next thing would be own it. Um, own it, own it, own it. Because for the first couple years of my business, I was terrified that people would find out that my company was a multi-level marketing company. It was like the elephant in the room, you know, like, oh, it's so embarrassing, like just buy my product and then, you know, I won't tell you anything about the business. And that was a huge mistake on my part because now that I'm a little bit more open about the business side and that people can make a steady income by promoting and educating, you know, with the use of essential oils, for me, it's been a great experience because I've seen several friends, like I mentioned before, now be able to leave their full-time job and do what they really want to do, which is be at home with their kids and take care of their families and have that flexibility. And so definitely own it. I think we think a lot of people think more about us than they really do. And so don't be ashamed of not only just you know share the full picture 
Like if you're if your business that you are involved in, if you're a multi-level marketing company, um, has services, has a business plan, like, you know, share all of what you have to offer. Don't just share a piece of it, share it all. So own it, share it all. You have a lot to offer and it's something to be proud of and because you are you are empowering others to also take control of their financial freedom and do your research i mean there's a lot of companies out there that um, don't have a very strong product your company that you decide to affiliate with has to be more than a product okay for me it's more than a product with doTERRA because it's a company that has shown me again and again their integrity in their business practices, everything from, you know, sourcing their essential oils, where they're supposed to come from, choosing to work with local family owned farms in other countries, right? Even though it's more expensive and even though it's a lot more work, they're choosing that because they want to support the local economy and they don't want to work with brokers. They don't want to work with those, those people in the middle, you know? And so for me, that is something I'm passionate about. And, you know, my product is also backed by a way of life. You know, we're using essential oils, but we're also promoting healthy habits. Like, you know, drink your water, get some exercise every day, take care of your stress levels, um, try and, and promote that relaxation and get that deep sleep that your body needs and reducing that toxic load. All of those for me was a huge difference between a product that XYZ company offered and really just the way of life that doTERRA um, encourages me not only to have, right, as a wellness advocate, but also to promote. And so do your research, find a company that can give you more than just a product and check out their, their compensation plan. I mean, that's important too. Make sure it's gonna be worth your time and effort, not only you know next week or next month, but years from now, what's the compensation plan gonna be playing out and giving you? So those are very important things. No, I love all of those. You could totally just keep preaching that, like owning your, owning it, knowing your why, doing your research. I think no matter what industry anybody is in, that those are such essential points that sometimes get overlooked, maybe in the excitement or the thrill of a new thing or a new venture, whatever. And I also love being your friend and just seeing that um like the tangible benefits that doTERRA has had with your family even just doing that detox that I know you all did back in January it was so great to see the entire fam in family involved because I think so often we have excuses well uh, no I have little kids it's too much for me or no like our schedules are too crazy or whatever it is there's always an excuse and I just love how your life has proven that you can do what you set out to do and so just want to thank you for that encouragement as i get to see it on the other side of social media um but kind of the last question here to wrap this up mary is and i this is a hard question i love asking everybody this but i can honestly say i don't know if i myself have my answer to this question but i love dreaming with other people and i would love to know as you and Paco look at your life here in Mexico with your three girls and everything you're doing with your business and the impact that you've been having, where do you see yourself in five years? Wow, yeah, that's a great question. I think all of us would love to have the perfect answer, right? Um, 
And every time I'm asked that question, a Bible verse comes to my head, you know, many are the plans in a man's heart, but it's God who directs their steps. And I have seen that over and over and over again in my life. But at the same time, I know it's important to have those plans, right? Because even though they might not work out, we still have to have them. We have to have that GPS somewhere we're actually going, like at least we're trying to get there. Um, mine would definitely be for our family to be able to really flourish in the freedom that we now have. Um, I think it's still really hard, um, above all things, for my husband to let go of having that nine to five steady income job, but we're getting there. And so in five years, I would love for him not to be checking LinkedIn every day <laughs> and for us to just feel content where we are, knowing that provision doesn't usually come from our efforts, right? It comes from, from God. And so just flourishing in that freedom, not worrying about the future and definitely being able to travel more. I, I love that we have this, this freedom right now with our time, but we don't have is freedom to, to travel and to see loved ones. And so hopefully in five years, I will be able to see more of Mexico, really enjoy the culture. Um, there's lots of states that I've, I've, I've been dying to visit. So I'm making my bucket list and that would definitely be uh, um, one of my big, my big dreams. And if that's not enough, right? Several, I would love to see more people on my team um, being able to reach their personal goals. And so that for me is, is usually actually more, um, what do you call it? More, I get more, it's, yeah. It's really motivating for me to see others accomplish their goals within my goals within my doTERRA team. And so I would love to just be a part of, of that as well. I love all of that. And I totally agree with the travel and being able to see more people. And I think what you just said there at the end is that dream of seeing other people on your team also achieve their goals and be empowered. I think that speaks to your leadership and your just the way that you encourage others to constantly reach for more. And so I just want to thank you so much, Mary, for taking the time out of your busy day and life just to have a little conversation here on the podcast. I think and I know that you are such an inspiration for so many people. So I don't know if there's anything else you want to add before we wrap this up. No, I mean, just keep on dreaming and keep on focusing on what you want for your family and for yourself and, and don't give up. There's gonna be really hard days, but on those hard days, it shows what we're made of and it shows what we're capable of. And so just keep going. Awesome. Well, thank you, Mary, so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on Embrace the Musica. I truly hope that there was something on this episode that encouraged you, that inspired you, that motivated you, and I would love to hear if it did. So please take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram, share it with your friends, invite another friend to listen, and until next time, with heart and humility, Embrace la Musica.